an environment where our teachers can be successful. And if your union doesn't do that, Gail, they are stealing your money, and they're stealing it so the union fat cats at the top can enjoy six-figure salaries. You're listening to First Amendment Friday. The Lars Larson Show. News. Politics. We can argue about your opinions. Sports. Ed Lane welcoming you into the fast lane. We've got it covered on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. There's a myth that every salesperson... This is Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on WIQO 100.9. JF Football is presented all season long by Trost Law. Let's kick off our coverage with the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show. Good evening, Cavalier fans. I am your host, Todd Tracy. Our Jefferson Ford Cavaliers travel down to Rushburg to take on the Rushburg Red Devils on another similar district matchup. I'm here with Trey Lyles right now, so <laughs> he's right next to me, everybody. So it's me for the night. But I was able to sit down with our Cavaliers head coach, JT Cruz, and our local news reporter, Mick Case, on tonight's game. First, we will hit a commercial break, and then we'll go talk to our Jefferson Forest Cavaliers. It seems like the cost of everything is on the rise, but Erie Insurance can help make sure your auto insurance premium isn't one of them. Avoid rate increases with Erie Rate Lock. Even if you have a claim, your rates won't go up until you change your car, driver, or address. Your local Erie agent is Andy Matthews Insurance Agency. Visit us at askandysagents.com. Erie Rate Lock is not available in all states. Other conditions and limitations at erieinsurance.com. Go to erieinsurance.com for company licensure and product details. For many personal injury victims, the accident is just the start of the physical and emotional hardship. That's why Trost Law will advocate for you to get you the resolution you deserve. Hi, I'm Randy Trost. As one of Virginia's leading personal injury law firms, we are well-resourced and have decades of experience to guide you throughout the legal process. We'll work to get you the compensation and outcome you and your family deserve. So call us at 777-HURT and visit TrostLaw.com for an advocate that'll be there for you. Coach Kennedy here, and I'm here to introduce you to the fastest-growing church in Forest, Virginia, Impact Church. If you want to find out how to be on the winning team for eternity, Impact Church is a place for you. Here is more now from Pastor Brad. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Brad from Impact Church in Forest, and I want to extend a special invitation to you and your family to join us each Sunday at 10 a.m. at our new location in the Jefferson Forest High School Auditorium. We are a church that stands on and preaches all of God's word unashamedly because we believe and know that God changes lives through his word. Impact has a heart for evangelism, a mission to make disciples who follow Christ, and we are active in our community. The spirit of the Lord is moving. God is doing an amazing work through Impact Church, and we would love for you and your family and friends to come be a part of it as we make an impact for Christ. We look forward to meeting you this Sunday at 10 a.m., at Jefferson Forest High School. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. 
Football is here, and what pairs better with football than wings? East Coast Wings and Grill has America's best wings with 50 flavors to choose from, like their fan favorites, Honey Barbecue, Raging Ranch, Teriyaki Ginger, Caribbean, and so much more. Mix any flavor with one of their seven heat indexes to get the perfect heat for you. Also try their Angus Beef Burgers like the Mac and Cheese Burger topped with onion rings. Visit EastCoastWings.com for a full menu. East Coast Wings and Grill, 19399 Forest Road in Lynchburg. Welcome back to the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show. Getting you set for tonight's game. Welcome back to the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show. I'm Todd Tracy. Let's sit down and talk to our Jefferson Forest Cavaliers defensive coordinator, Coach Burford, and head coach JT Cruz. Good evening, everyone. I'm Todd Tracy with the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show. I'm here with Jefferson Ford Cavaliers head coach, JT Cruz. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here, Todd. Congratulations, congratulations on your win last week, your first Seminole District win opening against Heritage. Tell me the game. I know it was a low-scoring game, 11-7. It's probably a couple of missed errors y'all had, but y'all still came out with a victory. Tell me about that game last week. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that was a, a physical, physical football game. Uh, both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. And you know whenever you play Heritage, it's going to be a physical football game. Um, and so we challenged our guys, particularly the guys up front, that, that it was on them. They got to go out there and they got to win this game for us. And, and they stepped up to the occasion. Um, every single one of our guys up front played very, very well. Can't tell you how proud I am of those guys. So um, certainly there's a million things from that game that we got to get cleaned up. But overall, I'm, I'm proud with the fight and the way that our guys came out and, and, and played and matched the physicality of a team in Heritage who is known for their physicality. Do you feel like your team was more hungry, especially for the defensive side ball, because they know it was a defense a defensive game the whole time because it was low scoring? I know it was like back-to-back, but you could tell like your team was really hungry and they wanted that victory and everything. Hey, we're always hungry over here. <laughs> we are always hungry over here, especially when you play in this Seminole district. We are always hungry, and, and, and our guys, they have been working for years. And, and, and I talked about it on Friday after that win. Um, but it's it's been a long road for a lot of those guys who, as sophomores, got their butts kicked by Heritage. As juniors, got their butts kicked by Heritage. And so, yeah, they were hungry. They wanted to go out there and, and be successful in that one. Um, and, and it's like that for all of these games that we're playing. It's it's not, you know, we, we didn't peak against Heritage. We got a lot of room for improvement and a lot of lot more football to play. Now, y'all at Rustburg against a 4-0 Rustburg Red Devils that's really hungry. You can tell they way different last year, especially the last couple of years with Coach Torrance got there. Yeah, big, he's one of, probably one of the most respected coaches what he did with the program and everything. Absolutely, absolutely. And and, and I remember yep. playing against Coach yep. Torrance from when I was at EC Glass, yep. and I was the offensive coordinator, and he was the defensive coordinator at Heritage. Um, and so you know whenever you're playing Burt Torrance. Here we go, here we go. And it is going to be a physical football team. They are going to play great defense. Awesome. Um, and and Russ Bird, much in the same way card, that we're hungry, they're hungry too. I mean, you can, to you can turn on the film and you can with. see it. Um, they feel like they've taken a big jump from where they were last year. And so they're going out, and, and they are playing good football right now. I mean, they are 4-0 and for a reason. Um, and, and if we want to get that W, we got to go out and play as hungry as we did against Heritage. I know you preach by the kids. Like, this game, this is another challenge we have to accept right now. Even last week is over. Now it's a new challenge, probably a bigger challenge now, like a more disciplined team than Harris. I'm not saying Harris not a disciplined team, but like more physical. They ready, they ready to fight because they want the Seminole District title from us and everything. Yeah, and, and, and so, again, kind of talking about our team, it's, it's somewhat of a unique situation in that 
a lot of our guys, that's the first time that they've experienced a, a big win like that, right? That they've experienced that level of success in, in beating a team that is typically at the top, like Heritage. And so how do they handle that, right? And so it's it's one thing to, to fight and grind and grind and grind to be able to go out there and, and, and get a, a big-time win like that, and then what do you do? You know what I mean? you got to line up and you got to play another team just like Heritage, Rustburg, undefeated. Really, really good football team, physical football team. Wants to beat you up up front, wants to run the ball, play great defense, and beat you over the top in the play-action game. And so are you going to go out and say, man, we just beat Heritage. We're on top of the world right now. Or are you going to go out and you're going to stay hungry and, and practice hard all week to go out there and win a physical football game on Friday? And I think for the most part our guys have done that this week. And now during this practice, I know you see a whole different change. Like, okay, we got after we feel more comfortable now. We got the first win, especially a top one of the top teams in the district. Now it's like, okay, we got another challenge. I think we're ready, and we see the picture with Coach Coach J T. Cruz been talking about the whole time. Yeah, and 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 so like I said, that's 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 the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. That it's it's yeah, you want to go out there and you want to be confident and know that you can be successful. And and whenever you beat a team like Heritage, certainly that's going to be a, a good boost for you. But on the same hand, you, you can't feel like you've arrived because you've never arrived. Like at the end of the day, it was one game. You know, it was a big win for us, but we won one game. Mm-hmm. Now you got to go out and win another one. And every single football game in the Seminole District is going to be a big game like that. And so you got to go back to work on Monday. You got to go back to work on Tuesday. You got to go back to work on Wednesday to go and beat a team in Rustburg that is every bit as good as any team that we have played to this point. And now, what's your what's the biggest challenge for your kids tonight? It's, it's the same challenge as it is every week, and it's kind of the same mantra that we preach over and over again. It's about us. It's about us. we gotta, we got to play for each other. It's got nothing to do with that other team on the other side. It's all about how we go out and how we execute. Can we play with the same intensity on play one as play 100? Can we go out and execute at the same level on play one as play 100? Can we play for each other? Can I, can I throw that block as that backside receiver to spring a touchdown, knowing that on the next play, the guy across is going to throw that block from me. Can we play for each other in that regard? And so it's it's always the challenge. You know what I mean? We got we to gotta play for us because it's about us. Good luck tonight, Coach, and I hope y'all do well. I appreciate it, Todd. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. I'm Todd Tracy with your East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show. I'm here with defensive coordinator for the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers, Coach Burford. How you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Congratulations on your win last week against Heritage. I know it was a tough win, but it was a low-scoring game, a lot of defense. I know it finished the game 11-7. Tell you about that game and stuff. Well, I, I thought we did a good job in the trenches, uh, both offensive line and defensive line, and, and kind of wore them down a little bit. Um, anytime you can finish the game, uh, you know, our offense didn't put up a whole lot of numbers, but they drove the ball and held it for the last eight and a half minutes of the fourth quarter. And we didn't have to go play defense while they were on the ball. Y'all go. Y'all do y'all's thing. <laughs> I know it was a big challenge up front, but you feel like you were so comfortable and you was more proud of your kids, especially up front, what they did, especially for your defensive linemen as well, controlling the line, controlling the line scrimmage and everything. I know that was a big key right there for your defense. Oh, it, it certainly was. Those guys up front, I mean, especially when you're playing Bradley, you know, he spreads you out. But it's, it's going to come down to who can hold up in the middle – who can uh, who wins a battle up front, and that's decided the game. And I thought we were just a little better than they were up front. Now y'all now y'all traveling to Rustburg playing against a great, well, four no Rustburg team. And I know Coach Torrance is a great coach. He's well he's well respected around the area and everything. Give me your intake about that. One of the best, I say, probably one of the best teams right now, the highest teams right now in the Central District stuff. Yeah, um, 
Coach Torrance and I have our history goes way back to when I was at Brookville and I was a defense coordinator there. And every year it seemed like the, uh, they won the state or we won the state there for a while. And it always come up to a matchup in the regional finals. And if you won that game, you had a good chance of winning the state. So he definitely knows what he's doing. He runs a great program. Um, and he really knows, especially the defensive side of the ball, he's, uh, he's one of the best. I know you preach about your kids about this week. Like, this ain't no lie-gag victory. This is a real tight. This is going to be another challenge for tonight because Rusper is a whole different team from last year, several years, because he turned that program around. He turned the program around really quick and stuff. So I know you preach about your kids about that and stuff. Yeah, uh, we talked to them about it. Um, the biggest thing is that, you know, you're playing Heritage one week and everybody knows Heritage. Everybody knows how good they've been and how they're a state contender. And then you go into Rustburg and Rustburg's kind of been down for the last few years. Um, and so just tell the kids that, you know, we're not playing the name on the front of the jersey. It's the team that's on the field. And it says Rustburg, but they're every bit as good as Heritage, if not better. Um, and Torrance got to Rustburg at the same time we came here. And, uh, you know, we've kind of been a half a step behind him. Uh, first year he beat us, uh, I don't know, seven or ten points. Then last year we lost a heartbreaker in overtime to him. And so, like, we're trying to get to his level, and he's trying to get to the level of the top of the Seminole. And that's kind of the way it goes. And uh, Now, what's your biggest challenge for tonight for your defense side of the ball? What do you challenge them a lot for this week? What's the goal for them? Uh, number 32, and they're two running backs they got. Um, like They're good up front. They're really good up front. Um, but those running backs are special. Um, I, think we, I think that might have helped. His brother is, his brother I is think I hit the mute button inadvertently. Did, yeah, that's that's like my uh, bad. Hold on to that monster. Really bad. He can really shake loose smart. any time. And, you know, if you misfit one gap and he gets a crack – you know, he's going 80, and you get him one-on-one in the open field, and he makes you look dumb. So biggest challenge is 32 and, and his brother. The, they're, they're two of the best backs in the Seminole, and I say two of the best backs in the state. I really appreciate that, Coach. Good luck tonight. I hope it again comes out well for y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Did you know East Coast Wings and Grill has a rewards program? For every dollar you spend, you collect a point, and when you reach 100 points, you get $5 to your rewards account. Sign up at eastcoastwings.com and click on Taste the Rewards. It's free to register, and you'll use your phone number when you visit the restaurant to add points to your rewards account. You also get $10 during your birthday month and surprise offers throughout the year. Start earning rewards today. East Coast Wings and Grill, $193.99, Forest Road in Lynchburg. Leaks on the offensive line in the defensive secondary or with special teams coverage create problems in football. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating knows leaks at your home or business create problems too, like building and belonging damage and lost productivity. That's why you should call Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313 when a leak is threatening your home or business. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313, proudly supporting JF athletes, coaches, and all activity participants. Welcome back to the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show, getting you set for tonight's game. Up next, we will hear from Lynchburg News and Advance sports writer Ben Case on the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show. This is Jefferson Forest Cavaliers football presented by Trosh Law.
Good evening, everyone. I'm Todd Tracy with your East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show. I'm here with News in Advance sports writer Ben Case. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Ty? I'm doing good. How you been doing lately? This is my first time meeting you. I know you covered me while I was at high school and stuff, so tell me how you been doing and everything. I'm good. It's good to reconnect with you. Um, I remember when you played at Heritage, and um, that is, was several years ago, so that means I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> no, nah, you're, you're not. Trust me. <laughs> but um, but doing good, getting settled into uh, to this high school season uh, for football, and um, things are really starting to pick up now, so... Um, we're working pretty diligently to um, to cover everything, so so things are going good. Yeah, that's good. For the people who don't know, tell them how long you've been covering the whole local area for Lynchburg, Virginia, and everything. Yeah, I've been with um, with the News in Advance full time for um, about um, a dozen years now. Um, I, st- I started out um, as what they what they call a stringer, uh, and that means I was just covering. Um, kind of game by game whenever they needed me. Um, that's how I, how I started out after I got out of school. And um, and then so I've just been here in several different roles since. Um, I kind of started out as a high school sports reporter, um, now the sports editor. Um, covered a lot of, uh, of different things beyond sports here as well. So um, it's been an interesting ride here for sure. But um, the local sports scene is really what has um, captured my attention. So for, before we get into the um, topic, what is your favorite thing about doing this and stuff? I know it's been a while for you, but what is your, like, your favorite thing in doing? Yeah, you know, it, as far as sports go, um, football season is definitely keeps you on your toes, and it's, it's super fun, you know, until it gets really, really cold out there um, on the sidelines. Um, I love basketball season, too. Really, really, um, it really gets things going there, um, and that is super fun. Um, I really enjoy um, talking to kids, getting to know them, um, knowing their personalities, and writing about them, and then um, writing columns as well, and doing my, you know, putting my own opinion out there for people. Um, that those are a few things that I really love doing about this job. That's good. So we're gonna talk about the Seminole District first. A lot of teams. Which teams is surprised you right now? Because you got LCA. I believe they're three and zero. JF four and zero. Rustburg four and four and zero. Glass three and one. Heritage two and one, Amherst two and one, Liberty zero and four, and Brookville one and two right now. Even though it's the halfway of the season, that's the craziest part. Mm-hmm. Yep, a lot of teams took their bye early. Um, I'm not really surprised by LCA at all. Um, they have so, um, so much firepower. So, uh, several Division one kids out there. Not surprised by the way they're playing, but I do think they are probably the preeminent team to watch in the area as far as someone who's going to make a run really late into the postseason. I think they've got um, all the necessary ingredients for a state title this year. And But I'm not, I'm not surprised by the start that they've gotten off to. <laughs> Russburg is a team that um, I had heard early on was going to be really good, um, that they had really big lines, and that, um, you know, obviously we knew they had some dy- dynamic um, playmakers back. But 4-0 is a great start for them. I'm really surprised by Jefferson Forest after a couple of down years. You know, they had a 1-8 season um, two years ago, and that was in Coach Cruz's first year um, at the helm. They've since turned things around, like you said, 4-0, and really playing great football at the moment. Um, they've really gotten settled in into that offense, which is kind of like a double wing um, spread. It's kind of an odd thing, but it's but it's a um, – both Rustburg and Jefferson Fo- Jefferson Forest play this week. That will just be a heck of a matchup, I think. And only reason I'll say about JF, JZ Cruz, I think it wasn't fair for him because they hired him, like I believe, like like in July, was it, or June? So mm-hmm. I think that was like 
I would count the year. I wouldn't count that year for him because that was like a throw in the fire. He had like he had to get coach staff at the last minute. He barely knew the kids and stuff. So that's I feel like that first year wasn't for him, but he still made it work and everything. And you didn't see him complain about it. now. Look at the program now. They four and zero, and that's like a big jump. That's a huge compliment what he's doing for that program and everything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he when he came in, he wanted to um, he wanted to spread uh, the offense out a lot and pass a lot. And um, after years under Bob Christmas at JF in the um, in the uh, the offense that, that they run, mm-hmm. uh, the wishbone, um, those kids I, don't, I just think weren't ready for that new offense. And so Coach Cruz recognized that, and he simplified things with with a run game kind of based thing, where you could spread spread you out and still throw when you wanted to, but they really want to get out on the edge, run. Uh, get out and run and uh, create a lot of havoc. Now they're really bit of benefiting from really big offensive lines too. Those kids are able to uh, really make drives last a long time and um, the playmakers are coming behind them and, and, and some of those guys are really big and able to hold their own who are toting the ball too. So um, they're, they're able to really succeed offensively with that. And then I think defensively they've, they've really improved as well from a couple years ago. So yeah, you're right, Coach Cruz, Coming in, you know, you 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 hope that you that things really turn out great your first year, but you you and I think the fan base too have to be understanding that your first year is you're going to take some bruises and bumps and and it's it, it's going to be difficult. He is a smart enough coach to where he knew how to turn things around and and now they're succeeding. Definitely, and I like about Coach Cruz in the office because they will hold the ball. Like you said, they'll hold the ball for a while, and I think that's a big plus right there because they're good at ball control and know how to waste time on the clock. So that's one thing I give him credit for that and stuff. It's a lot of credit that he deserves and everything, but either way, that's how he did against Heritage last week. They held the ball and used the sideline as their friend against Coach um, Coach Bradley and the Heritage Pioneers and everything. Yes, they did. In that fourth quarter, Heritage really um, has a has an opportunity there. Um, with with a drive, but when you in the, early in the fourth quarter, but when you kind of when they had to had to give the ball up, you kind of knew coaches were like we might not get it back, mm-hmm. and they didn't. And it was an eight minute forty five second drive that was, took seventeen plays, and Jer- Jefferson Force, which is very methodical about moving the ball, mm-hmm. three four yards a pop, and um, and got down to the goal line. Did not score, but I think um, they weren't really trying to score. I think they're just trying to run the clock out mm-hmm. there. And so it was a it was a really good drive, and it showed that what they're capable of um, when they're up, and they what they did what they needed to do there. Definitely. Now let's talk about Rustburg, a program coach Torrance, well respected coach. Even though he was at Northside before he came here, then he became defensive coordinator at Heritage and helped Heritage win the state championship. I think believe in twenty eighteen or seventeen, if not if I'm not mistaken or anything. But like Coach Torrance, is really a great coach. He knows how to turn the program around. He knows how to make kids buy in and everything. I think he will deserve deserve credit for that and everything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Coach Torrance is is a guy. When you first meet him, you're he's he's rather intimidating. He's, he's a big big guy. He's a big character, very boisterous, um, but he really cares about those kids, and um, and he showed that at Heritage too. You know, he was he was very good at uh, at getting those kids to trust him defensively. And, um, and now I, I knew even when he was at Heritage, he wanted his own program again. So he is in his third year, just like Coach Cruz is at, mm-hmm. at Jefferson Forest. And things are really starting to turn, to turn around now, um, especially when you've got some other um, well-respected coaches in there as well, working as, as assistants. And Rustburg really benefits as well from 
their offensive line too. That's one reason why this matchup is so intriguing. What do you expect when you have two really good, um, settled, kind of big physical offensive lines? Is it going to be a shootout? Is it going to be a low scoring game? Or what are the playmakers going to be able to do against the defenses? Um, it's an intriguing matchup as far as that goes. But Rustburg, yes, um, benefits from being really big up front, really physical. And then you've got a couple of really good running backs, brothers in Quay Rosser and Sean Rosser, who are able to get out in space or go right up the gut, uh, whatever the play calls for with the offensive line. And so they've benefited in that regard too. And the defense seems to be uh, much improved there as well. So I think both programs are kind of on the rise. And um, it that I think as far as we were talking about the Seminole, that creates a different kind of landscape in the Seminole now, right? You've got EC Glass is, is still um, – seems to be doing really well, um, to, having a new coach and, and a lot of kids back. Heritage is very young, but will continue to win um, and uh, down the stretch. But now you've got new newcomers in there mm -hmm. who haven't been there the past few years, especially Rustburg, who really hasn't been extremely successful since the early 2000s. So it's good for the league um, to, have, to have more teams that are really up and ready to go mm -hmm. out there. Definitely. Now, I'm actually just one question. Do you feel like there's a strong possible chance that we might see, like we've seen last year in the playoffs, seven out of eight teams made to the playoffs? Do you think that could happen again? Because I feel like right now what's going on with each team and stuff, I think this could, we could see another repeat for the playoffs last year, have seven, seven out of eight teams from the Central District making the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, that's a real possibility. I think Amherst really has to – um, has to really um, improve down the stretch um, and probably get a couple of knockoff wins in order to really get a good seed for the playoffs. But, yeah, I think seven out of eight would, would be a great testament to Central Virginia football. You've played uh, in, you, in, in the Seminole District. You know how tough it can be, mm -hmm. and you know the brand of football that it is. It's different than a lot of football throughout the state. You know, mm -hmm. everybody talks about 757 um, and, and 804, um, and rightfully so. I think 434 deserves to be in that conversation too simply because it's just a different brand of football and a lot of times it's just a knockdown, drag out battle out there. It's slobber knocker football and, and um, it's, it's super fun and I think um, 434 definitely deserves to be on the map. Definitely. I definitely respect the 434 because I came from the 434 so we definitely deserve a lot of credit because we had a lot of athletes come out play play college and everything, like myself and stuff, but it's still, like, so many athletes that deserve to be talked about a lot. So that's why I feel like some people need to come think about, like, the 434 state, worry about the 804 and the 757. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, there's so much talent that comes out of those two areas. Um, when you talk about Richmond and, and Virginia Beach and all that kind of stuff, um, we we have just, over the decades, when you look back and you see guys from Gretna, from EC Glass, from Heritage, um, from Jefferson Forest, you know, I'm going to leave, leave, leave teams out if I, if I don't stop. But, um, but then you, you go outside of the Seminole and you've got Appomattox um, and, and obviously, like I said, Gretna. And there's just so much talent that has come from this area from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and then today. I mean, it's just, it, it has just continued. And I think a lot of that is not only um, the athleticism, but the coaching as well. The coaches really, you know, for the most part, put in a, a ton of time and have good good schemes out there. And so 
um, all, when you put all of that together, I think it's a good recipe for an area that, you know, really thrives in football. Definitely, and we can't forget about the five, uh, five four, the five four zero. Can't forget about them as well. But I really appreciate your time coming in, talking to us before the game and everything. I really appreciate what you're doing right now, Ben Case. You deserve a lot of credit. A lot of people should know, should know who you are as well. Thank you, Ty. I appreciate it, and um, it's good to be back with you. Good, good to reconnect. I think you're doing a great job as well. So keep it up. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next week sometime. So you come to the studio, talk to us, and everything. All right. Thank you. All right. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on Virginia's talk station, WIQO Forest, 100.9 FM.